Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Dr. Hemi Soneja. I'm a senior consultant dermatologist at Max Smart Hospital, Saket. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about how diabetes management has changed over a period of time, especially over the past few decades. We have moved from a glucocentric approach to now it being a cardiometabolic renal approach with us uh, targeting more than just glucose control, but looking more at uh, benefits with regards to cardio, vascular and renal parameters as well. With more medications in our armamentarium, the onus is on us to make the most of them and individualize therapy for our patients. Uh, today here, I am discussing a real life case scenario of a 52-year-old lady uh, who had diabetes for around 20 years. Uh, she had a BMI of 28.5, which was not too high, but she had significant uh, truncal obesity. She had been on metformin 500 milligram twice a day, glimepiride 2 milligram twice a day, and uh, mixed insulin 30-70, 18 units in the morning and 14 units before dinner. Her main concern was having significant fluctuation in her sugars. And every time someone would increase her dose, she would start having issues with hypos, which would deter her from adjusting her insulin doses furthermore. Uh, she had also had a PTCA six years ago. And when I saw her, her HP1C was around 8.3, LDL of 75, um, UACR of 300. So for this patient, the main challenges which we had were the uncontrolled hyperglycemia, the obesity that she was uh, struggling with, the microalbuminuria, and of course, the history of coronary artery disease. So with all of these things in mind, we see that she is at a high risk of ASCVD. Now, type 2 diabetes, we know it is a complex disease characterized by chronic hyperglycemia which typically tends to progress over a period of time. It's also associated with other uh, cardiovascular risk factors like abdominal obesity, hypertension, dyslipidemia, the thrombogenic status, which goes along with that low-grade inflammation and the oxidative stress. And these risk factors ask, um, you know, accelerate the problems like MI, stroke, and peripheral arterial disease. Almost two-thirds of patients with type 2 diabetes die from CVD and almost half of them from CAD. Now, over uh, the last two decades, we have been able to better manage our patients and uh, thereby working on reducing the incidence of CV complications, but still there tends to be that residual risk which is high. CKD, again, remains a concern and heart failure as well as a complication of major interest. And uh, now, lately, uh, ADA and uh, several other eminent uh, bodies have recommended that CV protective agent should definitely be considered as a first add-on in OHAs in case of established uh, cardiovascular disease in patients with type 2 diabetes. You know, we have had the DPP-4 inhibitors for a while, and then uh, we've had this latest add-on with the SGLT2 inhibitors, which have been a boon. They are very efficacious glucose-lowering agents. And when we combine these with uh, DPP-4 inhibitors, we get this really efficacious molecule, which is, you know, I would call it as a super pill, um, which is highly efficacious and has all the other benefits that we are looking for. With empagliflozin, you know, we've seen uh, the empagliflozin outcomes and we are very familiar with that. It showed a significant benefits of empagliflozin and the risk of heart failure by around 35%. In patients with a baseline history of heart failure, 
Ampaglophosin was associated with a numerically lower rate of um, HHF and um, CV death. Furthermore, uh, you know, it is being postulated that SGLT2 inhibitors might actually prevent the development of heart failure also in diabetic patients. We've had a good positive uh, top-line results from Emperor Reduced, which were recently uh, published. And it showed that, in, um, you know, it was efficacious in patients with HFREF with or without diabetes. Further, in a sub-analysis from Emperor study also, Empagliflozin decreased the new onset or worsening of nephropathy as well by 39% on top of RAS blocker therapy. Now, with this unique mechanism of action, SGLT2 inhibitors, they offer a lot of pleiotropic benefits, including you know, improvement in the blood glucose levels, the natriuresis, decrease in the blood pressure, the body weight changes, liver fat percentage changes also, which have been noted with the use of SGLT2s. And it might actually uh, confer protective effects on the kidney by reducing CV and real risk factors. Alongside, when we look at lenagliptin, it has a unique profile, as we all know. It has a primarily non-renal, but patobiliary route of elimination. And it does not require any dose adjustment in patients with CKD or liver disease for that matter. Carmelina study, which was a uh, you know, lenagliptin CV outcome study, confirmed that lenagliptin reduced the progression of albuminuria by 14% and uh, also uh, decreased the risk for progression of the condition. So, you know, these two uh, medication combination with um, lenagliptin and uh, empagliflozin, it is a very effective strategy to target the HbA1c without having issues with hypoglycemia and weight gain. Now, going back to uh, this patient that I was talking about, so in addition to the metformin and glimepiride that the patient had already been on, I added this combination on top, decreased her insulin doses, in fact, along with that, and now, uh, three months later, she's at uh, metformin uh, twice a day, glimepiride one milligram twice a day, empalina combination. And along with that, just a, a once a day deglodec and aspart combination. And not having issues with hypoglycemias, her uh, latest HPA1C came back at 7.1, which she hadn't seen in a while. So, uh, you know, with the better management of blood sugar levels, better diabetes control, it helps relieve a lot of other stress factors for the patients also. Diabetes can be a condition where we see a lot of issues with depression as well, which is often ignored. And, uh, you know, that chronic hyperglycemia itself can cause issues with these problems. So with all of these things in mind, I think it is very important that we make use of the agents that we have available at this point of time and um, give our patients the benefits that they deserve and they need. Thank you so much.